Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Daily Mix Show presents the most popular radio game on this side of the speaker. Let's play Beat Mix. Beat Mix, don't be a loser. Beat Mix. I know I sure am because we made it. It's Friday. something else. That was worth the price of admission right there. That was exhausting. How did you do that all the time? I I still do it all the time. Thank you. You know what he was doing? I a hamstring. You know what he was doing for 10 minutes before? Stretching. (laughs) That's my problem. I forgot to stretch. It was exhausting for you guys and it was exhausting for me to watch. It was kind of painful. (laughs) But we have Rob from Polesbo today. Rob, are you there? Good morning. Good morning. I'm Sarah, your host, and it's time for you to get out of here, Steve. Bye-bye. For those playing at home, Rob has 60 seconds to answer 10 questions. You can pass all you want, but you will only get three guesses per question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, and Billie Eilish, and a few other artists are all nominated for how many Grammys this year? Too many. (laughs) No. Pass. Which famous artist was known for painting a soup can? Oh. Pass. Including Mike McDonald, how many head coaches have the Seahawks had? Nine. Yes. Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher star in what early 2000s movie? Dude, where's my car? Yes. What are crayons mostly made of? Wax. Yes. In the 60s TV show, what kind of dolphin is Flipper? Uh, Bottlenose porpoise. Yes, correct. The band ACDC is from what country? Australia. Yes. Beginning with S, what chemical element symbol is N-A? Sodium. Correct. What card suit is the queen in Alice in Wonderland? Queen of Hearts. Yes. Which Spice Girl was the first to leave the group in 1998? Um, I don't know. Mel B. No. Ginger. Yes. Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, and Billie Eilish are nominated for how many Grammys? You got eight correct, though, Rob. Rob was crushing it. He was. This is my first time calling on the new show. So thank oh, you. Well, Yay. welcome. I hope I think, you win. I think you're going to get a win for that. 
I hope so. I hope Steve was stretching his think muscle over there. Whoa. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it these think days? Your think muscle. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Steve. My 20s didn't think very well. <laughs> um, are you in your think muscle ready? Let me check. Ah, yes. <laughs> Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, Billie Eilish, and a few other artists are all nominated for how many Grammys this year? Huh. Six? Yes. Ooh, Which famous artist was known for painting a soup can? Uh, Andy Warhol. Correct. Including Mike McDonald, how many head coaches have the Seahawks had? Oh, damn. Eight? No. Nine? Yes. Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher star in what early 2000s movie? Again? Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher star in what early 2000s movie? Again? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just dude, where my, dude, where's my car joke? Correct. Again? What are crayons mostly made of? Um, Horses. <laughs> no. Wax. Yes. In the 60s TV show, what kind of dolphin is Flipper? <laughs> Flipper, Flipper is a dolphin. Faster Thank than you. lightning. <laughs> dolphin. No. What? I said, what kind of dolphin? I don't know. A cute one. <laughs> no. Pass. The band ACDC is from what country? <laughs> Australia. Correct. Beginning with S, what chemical element symbol is NA? Sodium. Correct. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Phew. It doesn't matter, though, because that gives you seven correct, which is a loss. Eight to oh. seven. I told you you were going to win. Damn you, Flipper. Let's go, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. That was a lot happening. I do. I did get your again, again. But at first, I thought you were doing a Groundhog's Day. <laughs> no, I was doing a bad Dude, Where's My Car joke. That was like one of my favorite scenes in that movie. Uh, again. No again. There's no again. Yes, that's like the one I do remember. Um, and the one that he did get, Flipper is a bottlenose dolphin. Bottlenose. Hey, I know we don't usually go to the backups, but can we pull up the backup real quick? Yeah. On on our phones? It's Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Ryan? He gave Ryan, up on us. Ryan. I was going to wish him a happy birthday. He said he was on hold. He texted us as well. He just no said, hey, way. it's my birthday. Happy birthday, Ryan. And apparently his phone, maybe someone will get him a new phone for his birthday. But <laughs> that would be nice. And he did not see his shadow this morning. He texted in. <laughs> but Pastor sure Tommy that- Phil did. <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't. It's he almost didn't. spring. Because spring is coming closer now. Woohoo! Well, there's a man running a marathon with a refrigerator strapped to his back. You're going to hear all about this after the Smashing Pumpkins. The Daily Mig Show. Rockaholics, before we get into this next story, we have to right a wrong on The Daily Mig Show. I refuse to play your Chinese food mind games. No! No, and then! No and then. No and then. No and then. No and then. I got it wrong. (laughs) It wasn't again. Thank you for all the texts. I'm realizing rather quickly we have a lot of rockaholics who apparently are fans of Dude, Where's My Car? Because our text lines have never blown up as big as they are right now, correcting me. Because I said again, not and then. I'm an idiot. Not the first. Won't be the last time. And thank you, Rockaholics, for holding us accountable, making sure that we are credible, and that we only deliver facts on this radio radio program. (laughs) (laughs) Okay there. (laughs) That's such a great scene. I can't believe I screwed it up. A British man is training. No and then. (laughs) (laughs) No and then. No and then. And then. A British man is training to run a marathon, and not in the regular way, with a fridge strapped to his back. 
And that is why police stopped him. I had to Google this right away when I saw the story because I'm like, are we talking about what an actual, like, you know, a refrigerator you have in your, in your kitchen or a refrigerator you have in a dorm? Like a mini fridge. It leans more towards, like, the one that you would have in a dorm, but it's still not, like, one of the super small ones. It's a decent, like, medium-sized refrigerator. I mean, the one that I keep in my home studio is, like, a two-man mini fridge. It's heavy. Yes. Yeah. And he has this strapped on his back, and he's running around in it. So he's doing this for the Diabetes UK Foundation. He's raising money, and that is the reason that he was wearing this appliance on his back. His name is Daniel Fairbrother, and he tells the story. My best friend, Sam Wilson, he's type 1 diabetic. Uh, I promised him last year that I would take on a pretty spectacular task in the hopes to raise lots of money for Diabetes UK. Um, and yeah, that's that's the reason. My, you know, I, I sort of talked myself into it after a drunken night, I'm afraid. <laughs> I love that. Every good idea happens from a drunken night. That's where we solve all the world's problems, too. Right. So he talks about the moment the cops stopped him. When the police passed me, before I knew it, they had spun around, illuminated the streets with their blue lights and stopped, well, the whole traffic uh, and me to ask, well, really, what on earth was going on? Um, <laughs> I, I reassured them I could I could explain anything. Nothing untoward was happening. Did you ever make those prank calls back in the day? Is your refrigerator That's running? what I was just thinking. That. <laughs> you better go check. Well, so how do we convince you now to strap a refrigerator to your back, get on a bike? Because you do a lot of great stuff with uh, Bike MS. Yes, I do. I do Walk MS, which is coming up in April, but I do Bike MS in September. Right. And there will be no refrigerator strapped to my back. I have enough trouble staying, you know, balanced on that thing without a refrigerator on my back. And how many years have you been doing this? This is going to be my 10th year. 10th year. 10th year. That's crazy. Yeah, they asked. It was I was working here at KISW. I was pretty new, and they said, "Hey, does anyone have a connection to MS?" I, and I said, "Yes, I do. My mom has MS." I was about to ask because for those that don't know, you, you do have a, it, it's important to you. It's near yes. and dear to your heart because of your mom. My mom has multiple sclerosis, and uh, so I said, "Yeah, I, I I have a connection to MS." And they said, "Well, do you want to ride in the bike MS Deception Pass Classic?" And I'm like, "I, I haven't been on a bike since I was." seven years old right. maybe 10 i don't know it'd been so long so i had to basically relearn how to ride a bike and the rest is history how long do you have to ride for it when you do the so the the distances for bike ms are 22 59 75 and 100 what does that mean miles, miles? okay on day one i was like minutes <laughs> and then day two is like oh, you know 27. I opt for 22 minutes <laughs> day two is like 27 you know 50 something and 80 something so how much which one do you usually do so I've, I, the first couple of years when I was new and learning how to ride a bike with like clip-in pedals, I just did the 22. Okay. And then pretty much every year since then, uh, minus the year that I birthed a baby like three days before the ride, uh, I, did, a lame I, I did uh, 59. But actually on that note, a girl on my team who I call Coach Kath, because Catherine taught me how to clip in and ride a bike, she rode eight weeks or something like that postpartum one year. Yeah, she wants it more than you. She absolutely does. She's a stud and I'm a wimp. But I was like, what are you doing out here? And she rode 60 miles like eight weeks after having a baby. So how about uh, approximate time in minutes, how long does it take to do something like that? I mean, for the slow riders like me, it's maybe like four hours to do oh, 60 wow. miles. How's your butt feel after riding it? It's not really your butt. I don't mean it that way. It's I'm not just... really your butt. It's more of like your no-no zone. Oh. It kind of feels like someone like sledgehammered it a little bit. But then the crazy thing is, if you get that, the, it hurts down there because you're, you know, that's like your, it's your pubic region, I'll call it. 
And when you, if you're going to ride the second day, getting back on the saddle that second day oh. is awful. Like the first 10 minutes are like excruciating. Why not? Like, I hurt my knee one time. I was like, you know, or my, I didn't, it was near ankle. I can't remember what I hurt. Or my, I hurt a lot of things when I do the wrestling stuff. And I was like, you know, I can't do my, my usual cardio, like jogging on a treadmill. I was like, I'll just ride a bike. I rode that bike for, well, maybe it was like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And it felt like I was sitting on that thing for like 40 hours. I was so, A, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's so uncomfortable. And my butt was just eventually getting like, it was falling asleep on me. So you know what you need to do, Steve, is just get more miles in the saddle. It's like building up a callus on your hands when you're drumming. So I shouldn't jump, like if I do the bike MS with you, let's just say. Oh, my God. Well, I'm not saying I'm doing it. I'm just I saying. you if, are. If, if I did. <laughs> I think you yeah, are saying it. Do it. <laughs> And I get on a bicycle, and I'll do like what the the, the shortest one, the twenty two. Right? Yeah. I'll- do I get to wear spandex? Yes, absolutely. You know me; I you're love already, my spandex. You're already in the family. Yeah, in the spandex fam. I'll hit up my buddy Brian. He can make me like my own theme spandex gear. Then do you want to know what's the coolest? They have a beer garden. And they have live music, and it's a party afterwards. And then Saturday night of Bike MS, they throw, like, it's a legit party. Is everybody at that party kind of walking funky, though? (laughs) Can you give me a beer while you're up? I can't get up right now. But some of these cyclists are insanely good, and there's guys I ride with on our team that are, they're, like, next level. And I love riding with people that are better than me because it makes you a better cyclist. Probably, like, even with training in wrestling. Oh, 100%. It's so great. I'd rather be the worst person in the room than be the best person. And I am the worst person on the KISW Bike MS team. That's awesome, though. Yeah. It's oh, great yeah. to be last. Well, keep us posted, for sure. I'd love to get involved with that. And I'd love yeah. to get the Rockaholics more involved with that as well, obviously, because it means so much to you and, and your mom and your family. And, and if we could help raise a bunch of money for that, that would be awesome. Yes. Well... <laughs> Yeah, it's that's a good one. Um, we have some really awesome games on this radio show. Yes. One of them is uh, one where we give you a one-second clip of a hook of a song yes. that you have to d- decipher in just mere moments, Rockaholics. And it's not a clip like the and-then clip. It's a clip of a song that you've probably heard before, just maybe. And we're going to play that game, Hook or Shook, at... 917-206-803-ROCK. For our Black Rose tickets. Oh, Black Rose tickets. Thank That's you for right. including that. Yes. yes. If you want to win Black Rose tickets, call in right now, 206-803-ROCK, and we'll play Hook or Shock. The Daily Make Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Daily Mix Show presents the Extreme Music Showdown. Let's play hook or shook. Please sign this waiver before we continue. Thank you. We'll drop a one-second snippet of the hook of a song. If you can't name the song, watch out. You're going to get shook. shook. Time to play Hook or Shook on the Daily Mig Show, where all week long we have been playing for Black Crows tickets. They're going to be at McCaw Hall on April 15th. And our contestant this morning is Clint in Ballard. Good morning, Clint. Good morning. So you've got to get both songs right to win. The first one, you're totally on your own. The second one, a member of our show at random has to get it right for you. If you lose, caller nine will get the tickets. So let's see who you are playing with. Will it be me, Migs, or Sarah? Oh, so, oh, so sorry, almost, Clint. It was almost Taryn. You've got Sarah you got as Sarah. your teammate. Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. I'll help you out. Okay, thank awesome, you. Awesome, awesome. I like the teamwork. <laughs> All right, are you ready for your first song? Yes, ma'am. Ooh. Uh, uh, one more time, please. Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. Yeah. This song always makes me think of the Seahawks. Big kickoff, they play the opening of this song, and I just get fired up at Newman Field. I love it. Nice work, Clint. We're proud of you. You got this. All right, Sarah, are you ready for your song? Good year, Clint. Yeah, that was was really amazing, Clint. Good for you. Would you have gotten that, Sarah? Oh. No. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Clint, I'm so sorry in advance. I'll try my best. All right, Sarah, here is your song. Oh, uh, that, that's a good her one. A hint? Well, let's see if she knows it. Do you know it? You no. Hear it again? Okay, you can give her a hint, but you can't say the name of the artist or the name of the song in the hint. Sarah? Yes? The song has to do with a canal. Genius. Oh, you did a good thing, Clint. She looks inspired. The only canal... Oh, God, is it a, is it a canal? Is... Panama, uh-huh. a canal. Nice. Okay, Panama. Yes. All right, so you got you, you got the song, maybe. I actually think I know who this is by. Oh my god! Who is I wrong though? Is it? Can I give her a hint on the band too? No. Oh, Danny says no. No. I want to hear her answer first. Okay. Is it Van Halen? Oh! <laughs> is it Van Halen? Let's go. Congratulations. Hey, Clint. Dude, that was uh, such a good hint. What was your hint going to be for the band? Uh, Dutch Brothers. Oh, that's good. Clint, you're awesome at this game. Are they from... I, I love music. Yeah, they're, so they're, they're from the Netherlands. I, I never really even thought about that. Really? Yeah, that's so funny. I was like, I, yeah, I like their coffee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Clint, right on, man. You got to go see the Black Crows. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, Rockaholics have... There is something we have talked about this morning that you want to chime in about. You can call us up right now, 206-803-ROCK. We're going to check in with the Rockaholics after the Beastie Boys. The Daily Mix Show. Rockaholics, thank you. 
four, all of the calls, all of the texts we have been receiving this morning at 206-803-ROCK, we are finally finding a chance to chat with the Rockaholics. So again, if there's something on your mind, something that you want to hit on, 206-803-ROCK. That's right. Let us know. Sorry. People have been texting and saying, please use the then sound drop all the time. That'll be the last time today, though. Ray in Yelm, you have swam with sharks before. I don't think I know anyone in my life that has swam with sharks. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Oh, oh, so we went to the um, zoo and you had to do, we were going to do all these dives. And then like you had to go in the cage two times. And then the third time you would get to go and be without a cage. So we did our first dive. And mind you, these suits are ginormous. And once you get in the water, it like combusts into you. So they opened the door so that the sharks could get close to us. They came to us. I spit out my oxygen. They had to push me up because I was inhaling all the water. Oh, no. Yeah. So it was it was something. But then like um, two weeks after that, someone was out there doing a free dive and got bit by a shark. So we kind of said, nope, we're done. <laughs> Never do it again. Wow. Dive. Did, yeah. So did you have like a panic? Did you have a panic attack? Is that why you spit the water and all that? Well, the shark was coming at me, and I'm like, oh, my, what am I going to do? And I'm like, they had, like, this PVC pipe, and they're like, oh, yeah, this will stop them from coming to the cage, and da-da-da-da-da. And as soon that. as that freaking door opened, yeah. they came full force, and I was like, oh. If I'm a shark, yeah. and you say, and I said I can eat a PVC pipe or a tasty human, I'm going with a human every time. I mean, <laughs> if that was right? such a strategy, don't you think they would have had some PVC pipes in the movie Jaws? Exactly. They Come failed. on now. So the like, suit really needed right. was this little tiny pipe because oh it's going to stop everybody from getting attacked. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you're talking about the suit that you were wearing, which just in your description makes me feel claustrophobic because you said it's very big, but then it kind of shrinks up a little bit. Oh, yeah. I sent you guys a picture of it. It just looks like a Star Trek suit and you get all suited up and you have to watch this class to see, you know, make sure you don't do this or do that because they can sense everything. And I'm like, well... Good God. <laughs> so you had a couple of friends yeah. with you. Did they have better experiences than you? Yeah, because I went by the door because the cage is kind of weird. Like, so you get in there, they lower you into the water, and then it just starts sucking up to your body. And then you feel like you're just going to come out of the suit because it's so, like, tight. Oh. And then you get down there, and they're all, like, they'll take pictures and do all the videos and all that stuff. And then as soon as they opened the door, they didn't want to get by the door. So I went over by the door and here comes this dang shark. And there went my air. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I'm shark bait. I'm gone. And then yeah. they're all pushing me up and closing the gate. And then I went back down and finished the dive. But yeah, it was crazy. I'll never do it again. But it are, was there, are there other adrenaline-seeking activities that you've been interested in? Or was this kind of a you know, once and done thing? No, I've done like the bungee seats where they you sit in it and you get shot up in the air and stuff like that. I mean, I like all kinds of that stuff. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 part of the second part of now your opinion in that I would never do that again. I would never do that in the first place. Even the ones where no, you're in like I've the never, cage, yeah. I I would be too terrified. Even though I know I'm I've got a cage around me, I'm like, what if what if he figures out how to get in through there? Quick quick question. 
question, right? Well, How much as long as you have a PVC pipe, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, you're huh? fine. You're Clearly. fine. You beat him with it. So, question. Or a ray. I could just borrow you and I'll just throw you at the shark and I'll get the hell out of there. Do you. Re- do you by chance remember how much it cost you to have these wonderful memories for the rest of your life? It was uh, like 60 bucks. $60? It wasn't that bad. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. though. If I did it and I got bit by a shark, I will be so pissed if nobody got a picture of that. <laughs> for real, though, right? Right? Like, 60 bucks seems like a pretty good deal. Like, could you, if you got bit yeah. by a shark yeah, and you I lived... with my arm. Eh, yeah. You know. I'd be like, that would be, that would be my profile picture forever. Oh, yeah. Forever, Thanks, right? And then you just got to get the PVC pipe to make for your arm, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could hang my arm from the PVC pipe. It would be awesome. Well, David from Bremerton wants to start an argument with Steve about Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. Let's go. Well, I don't want to start an argument, but, but first I have something for you. My man. I can't, I can't argue with him. He's on my good side now. Friends for life. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So two days ago, you guys had a conversation about Yacht Rock. Yes. And Steve, your opinion is, in general, I think the music is trash. I'm not a fan of Yacht Rock. No. Okay. So I'm not a fan of the music that you guys play on your show. Right. But I listen to your podcast because I don't want to miss anything that Sarah says. Oh, that's very creepy and nice of you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> there you go, Danny. Danny, that's the response I was looking for. But just because you don't like it, Steve, doesn't mean that it's trash. No, That's you bring true. up a good point. I should probably use my words a little bit better. I think it, I'm not a fan of it, so I say I think it's trash. But I, I'm not also not. I don't get mad at anyone if they don't have the same opinion as mine. Like I don't like "We Are the World." And there was a guy who's mad at both Thrill and I because we don't like the song "We Are the World." And I goofingly was like, "It's the worst song ever," and all that. But I watched that documentary. I'm like, it is a pretty powerful song, and it's pretty awesome. It'll never be something that yeah. I'll listen to. But you're right. It's not trash. It's all subjective. But for me personally, if I'm on a boat, I'm absolutely not going to listen to Yacht Rock. I'm, of course, going to be listening to something like this. I'm on a boat, baby, with the Lonely Island Boys. That's what I'd be listening to. I have no idea what that guy just said. I don't don't understand (laughs) the music that you like. I don't understand the words. I don't understand the, the reverb. I don't understand how it has to be so distorted. Hmm. I don't get it. I don't so, understand it. So Dave, therefore, I don't like it. I can't sing along and harmonize with it. So you don't like a, you don't like electric guitars, like distorted guitars. You know, distorted. No, get electric guitars. Fine if you can sing with it and then harmonize with it. To me, music is harmony. Yeah. Anybody can sing melody, in my opinion. See, for me, I, harmony I'm, is what I hear. I'm more of like, I love the crunchiness of an, a distorted guitar and that angst of a, of a distorted guitar. I just wanted to ask David, as our resident Yacht Rock specialist, what What's is your song? favorite yes. Yacht Rock song? You know, I like Michael McDonald. I yeah. like um, I like singing that high notes with him. I like singing the low bass. Uh, you know, I like country. I like Oak Ridge Boys. Elvira got me started singing bass. That was my goal when I was 12, to sing the own Papa Mau Mau part. <laughs> that's, that's the part, the bass notes, that makes them just rumble. You know, that Ooh, I like that. See, that, that's... Yeah, okay. That's this, good, that's, I mean, that's good music because you can harmonize with it. You can sing, you can understand the words. You know that, what? Yesterday, yesterday, Steve, you played a song that... I listened to this like five times on the way to work on our very first broadcast. Oh, Pearl Jam. Okay. I have no idea what they said. <laughs> yeah, that checks out though. That's interesting. That's no, the Eddie it, better treatment. It's fun hearing your perspective of why you like music and what it is like. You like to hear the vocals, you like to hear the melodies and things along those lines. Whereas I'm, sure. I'm okay if the vocals like I love Nirvana and I'm cool with the the vocals being buried in the mix as long as I can just feel that energy and that angst. 
Gavin, she have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> but that's the fun part. I can make up. A lyric guy, and you know, which is it's fine. I know lyrics because it goes along with the melody of the song, but I couldn't tell you what they mean. That's funny. No, that's that's I'm interesting. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. Thanks, David. You know what, David? I'm going to listen to Michael McDonald on my way home today. I'm also excited that he's now the coach of the Seattle Seahawks. I so. like that you've I like that you've become open to the, the Grateful Dead. Now you're open to Yacht Rock. We're changing Steve one day at a time. Wouldn't that be funny if within like the next year I just hate anything with electric guitars? <laughs> all Yacht Rock, all day. But he's right. I, I I jokingly say something's trash, but I think that is kind of like, it's a subjective thing. Obviously, any kind of art is just one of those things where it's like, if I like something, that doesn't mean everyone should like it and vice versa. Do you like Elmo? Tickling him, yes, absolutely. I do love to tickle Elmo. Steve, this is a family-friendly show. While I listen to Sarah on the radio. (laughs) Well, there is a well-known celebrity that just had to issue a public apology for attacking our furry friend Elmo. You're going to hear who did this at 9.50. The Daily Mix Show. Steve Miggs, were you ever a big fan of Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yes and kind of yes. So I love Seinfeld. Obsessed. Loved it. Not not obsessed, but watched every episode for the most part. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I was good for a couple of seasons. And every time I tune in, I find it very clever and fun. It's just in a world of in a world of too many television shows at our disposal, it just didn't make the cut. So Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm is one of the cringiest, most like awkward, difficult to watch individuals. Yes. And sometimes he kind of plays that role in real life as well. There you go. Oh, even even just hearing this music makes me feel anxious. Like, what trouble are we going to get into right. today? It's like, what did he do? What did he do? Well, he was waiting for his segment on the Today Show yesterday, and he walked in on a completely unrelated segment where they were featuring Elmo, the beloved Sesame Street character, for 50-odd years, whatever. And obviously, deservingly, top billing over Larry David. Of course. And here's the moment where it happened. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, my gosh. We love Elmo, don't you? I feel like a lot of parents probably like, thank you, Larry David. It was pretty funny seeing the clip. <laughs> yeah, so he, he basically uh, assaulted Elmo, Elmo and uh, really upset some people. But here is Larry David apologizing for the incident. Okay. Go ahead. Say you're sorry. Elmo. Larry. I just want to apologize. Thank you, Larry. That's Elmo, very big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry. Is that what Elmo sounds like? Yes. I feel like he used to sound different. I mean, about the same, but it, it, that almost sounded like somebody doing an impression, like Danny doing an impression of Elmo. Wow. I mean, I feel no like that's offense. the Elmo I grew up with. I mean, it sounds kind of, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. <clears throat> it sounds like Heimlich. Oh, Give him the wow, Heimlich, Sarah. What's happening? No, because I, I know that they change voice actors yes. a lot and they kind of go, because like a Kermit, sometimes Kermit is like amazing and then other times like, off. like he's off. So I think you might be right. They might just have a different guy. Or maybe I just know him from the Tickle Me Elmo doll and it sounds completely a little bit different that way. <laughs> that tickles. Ooh, so NHL was, I think the Athletic, they just did a, a story on the NHL and it was like they listed the most punchable faces in the NHL, which was really funny. If we were going to put together our own list of the most punchable children's I, uh, children's characters. I thought you were going to say our faces of the four of us. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's mine, right? Of course. Every single, 10 out of 10. If you had to pick 
a punchable face. Like, who would you want to punch that's like a, a children's character? Blippy. Blippy! Oh, my God. Blippy, dude, for a half a second, we got scared. We thought Tatum was going to be a fan of Blippy, and even she was annoyed. She's like, Daddy, can I watch something else? I'm like, in a heartbeat. Let's change it. When that phase ended in our household, I was in celebration mode for a very long time. I didn't care what the next show was. Bring on Paw Patrol. Let's watch Sesame Street. I don't care. I'm just happy that it's no longer Blippy. I think for me, it might be Bert. What is wrong with Bert? I don't know. I just feel like there's a little bit of jealousy as of Ernie. Oh, you no. really think so? No, no, no punching Bert? I, I always liked Bert. I always liked Bert oh. and Ernie. I, had, I actually had a Tickle Me Ernie. Okay. Now, is this actually a sanctioned doll from <laughs> from the fine folks of Sesame Street? All right, Danny, real quick. Who, who, who's the most punchable character on television? Oh, Squidward. Squidward. Ooh. 100%. From SpongeBob. Oh, I, I'm not a SpongeBob person. Okay. But I'm sure we'll get into it in our house before too long. Sarah, who are you going with? Well, and I was going to go with SpongeBob. Oh. So perfect. Oh. <laughs> I have never seen, other than clips on on social media, I've never watched an entire episode of SpongeBob SquarePants. No, but my husband, he's got two older kids, and they were a SpongeBob household. And Brad told me, he's like, man, if you like ripped a J and watched SpongeBob, that is a funny show. That's how I was with Blue's Clues when I was in college. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Didn't have any kid, clearly. Just sat in my dorm getting stoned watching Blue's Clues. You know what we realized today? It's the 10-year anniversary of one of the greatest moments in Seattle sports history. We're going to tell you all about it during the Daily Migs download after Green Day. The Daily Mix Show. Show. Knowledge is power. So give us five-ish minutes and we'll give you uh, some interesting stuff you can talk about at work. This is the Daily Migs download. A.K.A. the DMD. Here's your daily dose of doings happening in the world. And the DMD is brought to you by Palace Lawn. Hey, it's Groundhog Day. And that little Puxatani Phil did not see his shadow, so that means spring is coming. Yeah. Spring is near. Also today, happy anniversary to many Seattle sports fans. It was 10 years ago today that this epic moment happened. 12s, they're bringing the trophy home. Your Seahawks, Super Bowl 48 champions. Damn straight, Steve Rabel. Oh, what a moment. Seahawks winning their first ever Super Bowl. It was 10 years ago today, 42 to 8 over the Denver Broncos, a real nail-biter of a game. And here we are now celebrating a new coach for the Seattle Seahawks, a new future, and hopefully more Super Bowl championships with Mike McDonald, appointed head coach of the team, did his press conference, spoke to a bunch of the uh, the media as well, including Paul Sylvie, and he had a really cool uh, story to share, or at least an exa- a reason why Seattle was the place that he wanted to be. There's there's so much that uh, that's special about this place. Uh, really starts with the people, um, meet, meeting Jody and, and the leadership team and John and the process and understanding where, where they came from and their values. It, it, started, it was very obvious that it was aligned with mine. And then just understanding the city and the team and the 12s and the success that we've had here over time and just uh, the great players that are already here. It, just, it, was, uh, it was just obvious that it was a great opportunity. And watching the press conference and hearing all the interviews that he did, he just seems like a really cool guy. I want to give him a hug. I'm a fan. I just want a high five and some tickets. I think you want to hug his wife. That would be wrong. I'm just here yeah, to. I thought she was a Baltimore Ravens cheerleader. Yeah, but she's. she's I'm not going to go up to be like, hey, can I can I hug can your I wife? <laughs> I just think it's awesome. I want to high five him 
for figuring out a way to marry a cheerleader while he's a part of the team. When he was working for the Ravens, he met his wife, who was a cheerleader for the Ravens. I thought that was like a no-no. Well, this is a story about a guy that I think you would definitely want to hug. By popular demand, Funko has announced that they are making a pop of the shirtless Jason Kelsey. They you know heard that it. guy, right? Oh, dude, I can't believe they actually did it. I mean, I can and I can't. And I, and I love that they did. It's available now. You can pre-order for, I believe, the next three days. And what's really cool about this is that Funko is donating uh, part of the proceeds to the Patricia Allen Fund at a children's hospital in Buffalo, where the game had taken place when all that chaos happened. Even if you don't buy the Funko Pop, you have to find it on social media. He's shirtless. He's got a beer in his hand, and it just says beer on the can, which I think is hilarious. And he just it looks like the moment that he took off his shirt in Buffalo when the Kansas City Chiefs were playing that game. This weekend, got to give a shout-out to the Seattle Kraken, even though they're not playing. One of the the members of the team will be, and that's Oliver Bjorkstrand. It's All-Star Game weekend. Oliver Bjorkstrand's a part of the All-Star Games. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of festivities are happening. Skills competitions tonight. The game is tomorrow, and the way that they do it is three-on-three tournaments. they got four teams, which means they got four celebrity captains. Those captains are Michael Buble, Will Arnett, Justin Bieber, and Tate McRae. So, those are going to be the captains. They're all big hockey fans. So that are they all fun. Canadian? I yes. Mm. I was like, I don't know about Tate McRae, but I honestly, until today, I didn't even know who Tate McRae was. So I'm assuming she is somehow involved uh, in, in the world of Canada. <laughs> also, the mascots, they're there as well. They had a competition. I don't know if Bowie ended up winning it, but he did beat up or take out Gritty in the dodgeball competition. That's amazing. I don't nice know if work. you saw the video. It's amazing. Do we dare play the audio? Uh, it, it, it doesn't have to There won't be any cursing. It. Let's see what happens. There's the wind up and the throw. No. There it is. No. Nice, Bowie. Down goes Gritty. Just representing the city. Bowie making us proud. At some point today, there is a skyscraper-sized asteroid called 2008 OS7 that's going to pass within 1.7 million miles of Earth. Yes, million. Seven times the distance to the moon. They estimate it to, between, to be between 690 and 1,500 feet in size. It says it's about the size of the Empire State Building. Jeez. It poses no threat to us, oh. but it won't return uh, until 2032. That's the next time we have to be at all worried, but it sounds like we don't. I was like, and, I played asteroids on my Atari. Yeah. It says there are also some smaller asteroids that are going to also safely pass by Earth during this week. Hey, as far as weather, we're going to hit a high of 53, 53 degrees. It's going to be rainy outside as well. Thanks to SeattleBoatShow.com for giving us the Daily Migs download, and that's what's up. And we got to give a quick shout out to the rock lovers like Migs out there. Wait. There is a yachty party tonight happening at Jazz Bones. Okay, that's awesome. It is described as a celebration of the 70s and 80s. Rockaholic Brian messaged in about it and he is the lead singer of the band. So they're called Yachty Party? Yeah, Yachty Party at Jazz Bones. And that's in Tacoma. Yes, it's a celebration. It's a celebration. That's awesome. And Ryan Castle is up next with your Morning 12 Pack. Yes, the Daily Migs Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.